Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Today we want to talk about a special topic that is not commonly talked about or preached about. I call it brokenness and consecration. What is brokenness? Brokenness is one of the greatest attributes of a disciple a disciplined follower of Christ. Brokenness is simply the work of the cross in your soul and body. Luke chapter 9, 23-24 Before saying more about brokenness, it is first important to lo locate where you are where you ought to be as a child of God. I would like to classify Christians into types A, B, and C. Type A Christians are baby Christians. They are young in Christ and feed on make only. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. Type B Christians. These are healthy, spiritual, and full-age Christians. They have graduated from babyhood to adulthood and now feed on meat and bones of the Word of God. You can read this. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 to 14. And also Hebrews chapter 6. 1 to 2. Type C Christian are what one may call church goers. Jesus admirers and fans, but are not genuinely born again, even though they go to church. Unquote. You can call them make believers, nominal Christians and are hypocritical in nature and character. Brokenness is for type A Christians who can graduate to become type B Christians. Are you an elect? Become the very elect indeed. If a disciple becomes a disciple indeed, God, God, Cherishes such people. God values brokenness as revealed in these scriptures. Psalm 34, verse 18. Psalm 51, verse 17. And Second Corinthians chapter 4. 6 to 18. Please, this is like a mini Bible study and you need to make a lot of references to the scriptures yourself. So just take note of these scriptures and do a personal study on this topic. Let's now talk about elements of brokenness to really know what brokenness is all about and whether you yourself, you are you have that broken and contrite spirit. 
Number one, repentance, confession, and apology. The broken man or woman is quick to repent when he or she commits sin or offends somebody. Are you quick at doing that? The person who is broken, who has a broken spirit, does not sweep sin on that carpet. Some people do that. They offend you. Instead of apologizing to you or say, I'm sorry, they keep mute, thinking that time will make you forget. But that's not the way of God. Ask for forgiveness each time you offend your partner, your relation, your friend, or God himself. If we offend God, our conscience will convict us and we need to repent. We confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from every unrighteousness. Now somebody who has a broken spirit does not try to forget sin, but confess the sins. Somebody who has a broken spirit experiences great relief, free from guilty conscience and walking in the light. Somebody who has genuine repentance will say, I have done wrong. I am here to say sorry. Not, oh, you meet somebody you have offended. It does not even come from your heart and you want to repent. You say, oh, if I have done anything wrong, I am willing to be forgiven. That's not it. Go straight and say, oh, I have done wrong. You're like David acknowledged his sin before God and he was forgiven. We're talking about elements of brokenness. First one we've just treated now is repentance, confession, and apology. The second one, elements of brokenness, restitution. Restitution. Sometimes it's not just enough to apologize. Justice demands that the loss be repaid if one has stolen or damaged or injured something. This applies to what happened before conversion. Listen to what Zacchaeus said. By the name, the, the name Zacchaeus comes from the Greek word Zacche, which means pure. The task collector, when he came in contact with Jesus, he said, If I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it for food. His decision to make restitution was a fruit of his conversion. You can read the story in Luke chapter 19, verse 2, verse 5, and verse 8. The third element of brokenness is forgiving spirit. Forgiving spirit. The scriptures on that reference here, Matthew chapter 5, 23 to 24. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14. And also, Mark chapter 11, 
verse 25 to 26. When we are wronged, we should immediately forgive the person in our hearts. Ephesians 4, 32 tells us we should not allow the sun to go down upon our anger. Love does not keep account, that is, does not keep record of evils or rejoice over the wickedness of other people. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 7. Multitude of little wrongs that can be forgiven and forgotten immediately cause some Christians problems when it ought not to be so. If you consider the wrong against you to be very serious and you do not feel it to be righteous to let it pass, then speak to him or her. Find this in Matthew chapter 18 verse 15. If the person repents, you have gained your brother or your sister. Forgive measurelessly as Jesus forgives all your sins and trespasses. Matthew chapter 18, 20 to 21. And also Luke chapter 17, verse 4. Please remember to jot these scriptures down as you need to do personal study on this topic. Remember, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. Keep the offense as confined as possible. If he or she refuses to repent, take one or two others along with you. This is talking about grievance procedure now in the body of Christ, in the household of God. A brother offends you. Try to go to that brother or sister and say, Brother, this thing you did is not good. I'm offended. Why did you have to do this? Share your mind to the person. And the person may just say, Oh, I'm sorry, brother. And then you have gained your brother or your sister. Well, the person may be recalcitrant, and you feel if it's a serious matter, don't sweep it under the rug. What do you do? Tell somebody else. If he or she yet refuses to repent, take the matter to the church. The purpose in all this is not revenge, but to win an erring brother or sister. If the person refuses to listen to the church, such may be treated as an unbeliever. But the moment there is true repentance, restoration can take place. God is an unforgiving spirit. The determination by some to carry grudges to the grave, the unwillingness to let bygone be bygone, is not and should not be in our character as children of God. Jesus illustrated this by parable. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 23 to 35. 
So this ends part one of this Bible talk and study on brokenness. In the next part, by God's grace, we shall continue on other aspects of brokenness. Have a great day. God bless you. It's your brother John Agamemnon.